I know, I know, season two is over, but what is not over is creativity. And also, this really special code, 20% off right this second at NathanMorrisMusic.com. Click any item and at checkout, type in NMM20. That is N as in Nathan, M as in Morris, M as in Music 20 for 20% off any shirt you purchase at NathanMorrisMusic.com, the official merch store. There is good stuff happening. You hold tight. I assure you to continue to meet you where you are and please meet me where I am on all the socials, like buying you something and then taking a picture of it and tagging me on Insta at Nathan Morris or saying something to me at Nathan Morris Music on TikTok and all the other fun places. January 20th, a new single releases, a new record in the works, soon to have a release date for that too. And then hold tight because season three is just around the river bend. You're loved far more than you could ever know. Thank you for all that you bring to this life because you are worthy. Head over to the store right now and grab you some swag. Code NMM20. Die Trying contains sensitive subject matter and conversations surrounding death and dying and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is respectfully advised. you it's season two episode 143 of you'll die trying in the makeshift studio as we make shift to a new studio in the works yes you'll die trying a show which pulls back the curtain takes down the walls brick by brick and in this case walls need to go back up to build a studio so we can expose the hearts of those who are caring for those we love most we're gonna dive right in right right this second heard in previous episodes August 6th Plaza Theater yours truly co-headlining with Anthem Lights you've heard Anthem Lights before you may not even know you have more importantly though head over to NathanMorrisMusic.com get a ticket of course but also submit a photograph of someone you love and forever will remember because we want to pay tribute to them and recognize them and honor them at this show you can submit a photograph their name and we will most certainly make sure that we recognize them august 6th plaza theater get your tickets vip still available we open some more up vip includes private meet and greet private tour of care center you asked about it at nathan morris music on tiktok 
TikTok has uh, 311,000 new friends. Thank you very much, TikTok friends and family. Be sure to follow me on all of our socials. Nathan Morris on Twitter, Nathan Morris on Insta, and NathanMorrisMusic.com. We got a brand new site up. A lot of really cool stuff happening in the world. You can text me right now, too. 270-456-4028. Tell me, hey, what do you want to hear? What do you want to see? What do you want me to do? I'm a monkey. I'm a dance. I'm a monkey. I'm a monkey. I'm a monkey. As always, this and every episode exclusive brought to you by Big Turkey Fit Coffee. Proud supporters of You'll Die Trying, Brown Brew, Delicious Brew. Get you some of that. Get you some swag. NathanMorrisMusic.com. Net proceeds benefit the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. We've all been affected by mental illness, mental health, whether indirectly or directly. Till end of a pandemic even, we've lost so much. Here we are trying to make sense of... And the lifeline is there to answer you, to answer the call. 2.4 million, actually. Wow. Special thanks to them. Again, NathanMorrisMusic.com. Check out some swag. Support a great cause. And of course, EFF, Express Funeral Funding. Working tirelessly on the back end, getting insurance assignments assigned. So that on the front end, the most important end, funeral directors can gather, celebrate, and grieve creative, meaningful celebration with those who are left to mourn and remember someone whom we love so very much and not have that looming balance due, you know, the days of handshakes, unfortunately, are, are gone, but EFF exists so that the handshake can mean something. There's also an option called Family Pay. It's really what it sounds like. It's where you can advance funds to buy a tie or a plane ticket to get a family member to the funeral. It's called Family Pay. It's real. Visit expressfuneralfunding.com. All right, I mentioned it before, NathanMorrisMusic.com. I mean, I wish I could say that I'm awesome and, and organized and can get all that together. No, nope. Ever thought about becoming your own boss because I was referring to Printify. I've, I've got that thing for you, and it is Printify because they make you look incredible as you work to become your own boss. It's a print-on-demand platform. It lets you create your own custom print products and sell them right online. Like I just said, NathanMarsMusic.com. That's a Printify. Clothing, accessories, home, and living decor, whatever you like, there are more than 650 items to pick from. Literally, it's a lot. So you can realize all of your wildest design ideas. Here is how it works. You pick a product, then use their mock-up generator to add your custom design after that you publish the product online and set your own profit margins you can connect your unique products to etsy and shopify and squarespace and wix or any other e-commerce site or platform and boom there you are you can start selling to the world and here is the best part you don't pay printify a penny until a product is ordered Every order is printed on demand, so you don't need to make any upfront investments, especially if you're starting a new business. This is most important. As you start to create buzz around your products, Printify does all the heavy lifting for you. Once someone makes a purchase, like on NathanMorrisMusic.com, Printify makes sure that the products are printed and shipped to your customer's doorstep, even providing you, the listener, a nice tracking number. There's no need to keep stock lying around at home in a closet on a table, and you get to take home the profit margins you've set. Learn more at printify.com forward slash die trying for one month of free premium. Again, printify.com forward slash die trying for one month of pre me yum. 
it's hard. It gets tongue-tied, but you literally get access to all these features. Really cool features at Frenchify.com forward slash diet trying. Start this side hustle. Watch it grow. Everything, anything is possible. Start designing right now. My heart is already beating because I'm back in this moment. The moment of a particular call. I always had told Christine whenever she was new and we were on the same schedule, I would tell her things to be mindful of, to look for, to think about. And this particular call was that first moment for her to say, oh, this is one of those moments that Nathan was referring to. I was riding in the vehicle with Christine the other day and I said, what was a call that you remember us going on together? And immediately she said this particular call and I said, do you mind to write down a few notes that you remember on this particular day? And she did and she sent those to me. She relived that moment and I'm going to as well as I read her words. I remember getting the call from the coroner who made it seem like just a normal, typical call. It was rainy, it was cold, it was December. I posted in Teams that I needed an additional person to go on the call with me since it was, of course, a house call. I could not find anyone to go with me. So I called you, that's me, to go and you said, absolutely. I remember this particular day, by the way, on my end, I answered the phone. Christine, when she calls me, she needs something. Of course, she calls me, and because we're friends, but when she calls me during work hours or on-call hours or if I'm back up, I know that she needs my help. Nathan, you drove the van, and I controlled the GPS. She always is the one that puts in the address and tells me, turn here, turn here. While we are driving, it's raining pretty good outside, and When we pulled up to this house, the police officers were standing outside along with a coroner, and you said, this isn't good. I said, how do you know? Your response was, well, it's raining, and they are all standing outside. And then we laughed together because that all made sense. And that is what I'm referring to in the beginning. In the beginning, I said, if... Law enforcement, coroner, people are standing outside. You know it's not good. As we're walking up, that's when we noticed the officers had on shoe coverings, masks. And this was before COVID. I just followed behind you as you went in to sign the provisional, that piece of paper, of course, that follows a loved one. That's when I heard the officers talking about this call and the loved one and how this in particular was a suicide. Now, this was my first suicide. After all the paperwork was signed, we followed the coroner to the room to assess the situation and see what we needed. I remember as we were walking to the room, we looked at every door doorway to each room as we walked by it. At that point, I noticed 
that each room had a different attempt of suicide. The living room had a car engine in it. The kitchen had all the knives out. The bathroom had a sink filled with water and a toaster in it that was still plugged into the wall. Then the bedroom, which housed the loved one who had died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound, lying on a waterbed right in the middle. We talked about what we would need and how far our actual cot could go in and that we would need the portable cot to get him from the bedroom to the hallway. I just stopped and stared at the whole scene and was honestly intrigued. You said, are you okay? I said, yes. We went outside and I put shoe coverings on and we both masked up. I actually had two mints in my pocket and put one in my mouth and tried to get your attention to see if you wanted one, but you were in the zone talking to an officer, so you didn't get one. Now, I didn't recognize that or notice that, Christine. That's not, that's not, you know, way to leave a fallen soldier there. We go back to the room and start to figure out how we were going to get him, the loved one, to the portable, which was a full thought process because we had a lot of things against us. One, he had been dead for a while. Two, it was a very small space. Three, he was on a waterbed. Normally, we can climb in the bed to roll if need be, but we couldn't with him because he was starting to become what I can only refer to as mush almost. And moving the waterbed, his body fluids were just sloshing around as the bed moved. After a lot of problem solving and trying of different ideas, we finally got him on the portable cot. You were on the head end of the portable and I was at the foot end. And we went to go do the final pull off of the bed. And I said, it's okay, you can pull. But we both knew that you needed to go up when you pulled and my end would be down, meaning all of the bodily fluid and whatever else was there was going to end up on me, no matter how we did this. So I just said, pull. And as you pulled, I lifted as well and finally off of the bed. And of course, gravity and all, everything just fell down the front of my shirt and pants. Finally, we got the loved one on the cot and in the van. We sat there for a second and took a deep breath because we had to come down a couple of steps in order to exit the residence. In the van, you looked at me and said, Christine, you smell terrible. I laughed and said, no, we 
smell terrible. I made it back to the funeral home where we had visitation. I ran in to get my keys because I actually needed to go home, shower, and throw those clothes away. Get dressed again just to go at it again. This story has so many complexities. Each and every one of these episodes of You'll Die Trying, we are bringing awareness to mental health, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and the need to check in on those who have maybe no one checking in on them. This loved one had no one. Their loved one had preceded them in death. And one of their neighbors essentially took the role of caretaker, checking in on them from time to time. And as stories began unfolding in regards to this situation, this circumstance, this tragedy, someone who tried to take their life in a number of ways, ultimately succeeding. And that word is not the proper word, but my point is they tried appliances, they tried a knife, and then they succeeded with a weapon as with a gunshot. On Christmas day, they mailed a letter to the caregiver who was a hop, skip, and a jump down the street, across the street. That was Christmas Day. The caregiver, friend, went to their mailbox after Christmas. A few days. They were out of town, I do believe, for Christmas. And upon returning, they get this letter. And in this letter, the tone of this letter with instructions on what to do had them concerned for the well-being of this loved one who was alone on Christmas And as they go to check on them, they then witness the scene in which Christine reflected upon in the words in which I read. No one deserves to be alone and no one deserves a death such as that. Of course it was intriguing. It was was unknown. Christine, myself, we are loved. We are checked in on, we are noticed. And this individual felt as if they were not. Grief and sadness have overcome them. And the only way out of it all was a decision and their own hands. I reflect upon my grandfather, Frank's words of leaving it at the door to which I refer to often in these episodes and how can you leave this type of thing at the door. You cannot. It forever is ingrained in your heart. It is forever embedded in your brain. And when you read the words to reflect upon this moment, it becomes fresh all over again. And you are mindful of and recall the name of and can picture the face of this person who most certainly mattered, but for a moment felt as if they did not. It's tragic. It's important for you to hear these stories. It's important for you to know that we choose you. During immense grief, we choose you. 
when the sun is out and we are at the ball field together having sweaty conversation, we choose you. Over our own families at times, we choose you. And if anything, as you hear this, maybe you feel less alone because you're chosen, you're accepted and you are loved. And I hope that there is no need for you to place a letter in a mailbox for it to be mailed across the street. And instead you can walk across the street because you are welcome to and just knock on the door and say, I feel lonely. It's Christmas and I have no one to have a meal with to which I will open the door and allow you into my home because you matter. And until I breathe my last breath, Christine, myself, we choose you and we will commit our lives, each breath to you and making you hopefully realize that. These types of calls create adrenaline. They create intrigue, yes, but then they create sadness. I hope, I hope that none of us are ever this sad. I appreciate Christine sharing this. Christine was merely an apprentice and she has always had this ability to carry herself. It's amazing how quickly Christine has grown up being 13, losing a father, helping essentially raise a 12-year-old brother. They are so close in age. And Christine has this since I've known her, this motherly, mature adult presence about her. She represents myself, our family, and all those we serve with such grace. She stood confidently, although this was, as she just wrote and I read, her first circumstance just like this. A true leader, truly committed, and the best partner I have ever served alongside. Be sure to visit NathanMorrisMusic.com. Proceeds from each sale of a ticket to the show or merchandise benefit the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Text me 270-456-4028 and leave a, a review on this podcast, wherever it is you listen to this podcast. And we might just read your review on another episode. Check in on your friends. Love them. Meet them where they are. There's beauty in standing firm. There is beauty in honesty. Hey, I'm not all right. It's okay. It's okay that you're not all right. Season two, episode 143 is in the bag. Until we meet again. Talk to you.